The following programme is made possible by the friends and partners of Creation Today. Well, Bible study tools today are at an all-time high, and yet biblical literacy is at an all-time low. So today we're talking to the head of one of the most used free Bible study tools on the internet, and we're teaching you how to study your Bible. Welcome to the Creation Today Show, where we bring together interviews with experts and solid Bible teaching. Your host, Eric Hovind, affirms the ultimate authority of God's Word, the truth of creation, and why it matters to you. Now, many of us know that it is important to study the Bible, but so few of us really know how. And that's why we're asking the experts over at Blue Letter Bible for their advice today. They have got decades of experience and some of the most amazing online tools available. And it's true, they provide it all absolutely free. Hey, if you're joining me from social media on Facebook or YouTube or listening to the podcast or television uh, show, we want to say thank you so much for peering into the Creation Today community for our conversation today. Uh, if you're new to the Creation Today show, we are a ministry that's on a mission to disciple the world one person at a time. Our goal is to turn the stumbling blocks that keep people from seeing Jesus as the creator and redeemer of mankind into stepping stones on people's journey to know the truth. So this is a, a little conversation we have every single week that uh, you can join Wednesdays at noon live if you ever want to join our community. Uh, if you want to get kind of behind the scenes access and come backstage, just head over to creationtoday.org and partner with us and you can be uh, in kind of behind the scenes of what we do here at Creation Today. Hey, to my Creation Today partners, Bev and Brad and Gary and John and Jonathan and Lisa and Amber and Andrew. And uh, that's all I can see right here on this screen. But thank you guys for hanging out with me today. I really appreciate it. So thankful you guys get to enjoy the show. Uh, our guest today, you are going to love. He co-founded Blue Letter Bible in 1996. He's been pastoring in California for the past 17 years Needless to say, he is a longtime student of the Word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, Pastor Jim Milligan. Pastor Jim, welcome to the Creation Today Show. Thank you, Eric. It's good to be with you. I am so glad you are at the beginning of 2023, taking time to teach us a little bit more about Bible study. You've done a fair bit of it, is that right? That's for sure, over the last 27 years or so. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so uh, you in... Back in 1995, co-founded Blue Letter Bible, which most people are going to be incredibly familiar with. I don't, I don't meet anybody that does anything with the Bible that doesn't isn't already familiar with with Blue Letter Bible. Can, can you can you give us the quick history of Blue Letter Bible though? Because I, I, again, I use it all the time. We we use it around here all the time. It's part of SearchCreation.org, one of our search engines. How did you guys kind of at the dawn of the internet come up with? I'm sure at the time, this revolutionary idea to, to make this available online. Well, there was uh, a group of guys, about uh, 10 or so, that got together back around Thanksgiving 1995. And it was kind of like, how do we use this new thing called the internet to glorify God? And, wow. and uh, the answer was, well, probably put the Bible on the internet. That would be the best thing. And so uh, something that people can study and look at and and uh, we got together, did that, and got some help with, we were all members of Calvary Chapel, and so 
We got some content from various pastors that we knew in the Calvary Chapel system. And um, it wasn't necessarily a Calvary Chapel website, but that's who we knew. So that's who we got the content from and uh, was able to build this this system to be able to to study God's living word. I, the tagline that I came up with was always, you know, to study God's written word, to know his living word, Jesus Ooh. Christ, you know? And so- oh, That's beautiful. Uh, uh, we just decided that uh, God's word wouldn't return void and therefore the efforts wouldn't return void. And so we went live in March, 1996 and, uh, it's been a, been a good time for 27 years or so. Now I'm thinking back to 1996 and what we were doing in ministry. We had a room with a computer <laughs> and that computer in that room had a little cable connected and that was our website. Is that you guys had a, have had a similar kind of. Exactly. I mean, we, my, uh, my co-founder, uh, Frank Rabinovich and I, you know, we literally did this in the basement of his house, you know, to, <laughs> to, a, to a modem that, uh, when you connected, you could hear the phone ring and, you know, that kind of situation. It was early days of the internet and, uh, things have definitely changed over the time where now most of the people that access the website, access it from a mobile device which is utterly amazing. It's not just the apps that we have, but just those who access the website. So it just has totally changed over 27 years. And well, I, okay, I want, I'm curious real quick, because I want to get into Bible study with you, because that's, I, I use Blue Letter Bible. We It's embedded on our website so that, like, if we, if we have an article and there's a little Bible reference, you guys make it a tool available where we put this little widget in on our website. I don't know how it all works, but yep. you hover over the, the the reference and boom, up pops up the blue letter Bible verse right there. And there's the study tools and there's the, so it's a, it's a powerful tool. Um, I, I, I forgot, I, I want to get into Bible study, but I'm going, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Um, how many people are using blue letter Bible? Um, last year, according to Google, who, who, tracks that stuff for us. There's over 22 million people, unique people using Blue Letter Bible. Um, oh, we delivered, I think, uh, over 1.1 billion pages of biblical content oh, last goodness. year. So, and uh, it's around the world. Uh, 40 some percent of the content that goes out goes out outside of the United States. So, uh, kind of a large following in in Central Africa and uh, South America, and as well as like the Philippines, Singapore. So it, it's an international uh, ministry out to get wow. God's word around the world. So and, and and this literally is this is a work that is. I mean, there's no you're not selling stuff on there. People are literally just saying, hey, here I want to be part of allowing the Bible to be free around the world and helping you guys do that. Is that how that works? That is, it's, it's much like people ask me, you know, what, how do you describe BLB? And usually it's kind of two, two aspects. One, it's a, if you, if you walk into your bookstore and you, if there is still is a Christian bookstore in your, in your neighborhood and, uh, and you walked in and went to the Bible section and you have the Bibles and you have that big fat study Bible. Well, Blue Letter Bible is a big fat study Bible with over a million pages of content. So, um, you know, it's a, it, it's that kind of, of device that uh, we can use to study his work. But the other side is also attributed to the old ideas of, of Bible societies where Amen. we would have Bible societies who would get donations so that they could print Bibles and give Bibles away. 
And that's basically the model that we're, is, is people see the value of, of making this available all around the world, literally, and uh, donate to, to help make that available to, to people. We have, we have people that uh, tell us literally that, uh, you know, we got them through seminary or, or this we've, Frank, we were, we do a lot of missions work in the organization as well. And, and, uh, uh, Frank happened to meet another Korean pastor in a refugee camp in Uganda. And uh, he said, well, you got me through seminary uh, kind of situation. So it's just interesting to see what God has done with this, you know, and, and it's his ministry. So uh, we, we give him that glory. Amen uh, to that. Well, as we talk about Bible study, maybe the first thing I want to ask you as a pastor and somebody who has devoted his life to making the Bible easily studyable around the world why, in your opinion, is Bible study so important? Well, why should every single person that's listening to this or watching this, why should they be compelled to dig into the Word of God? Something that many people would say, man, it's kind of an old book. Like, you know, what's it got for me today? What, what What's your thought process when it comes to spending your life doing this? Well, two two aspects of that one if you're you're here today and that question is if if you don't know Jesus Christ as your savior then one is to read the bible and read the new testament find out who Jesus is the son of god uh in the flesh and so to come to a salvation point to to learn more about him so that uh, you can enjoy the fruits of salvation if you are a believer then the idea is to come to know him better, that tagline. How do I get to know my Savior better? How do I get, need yes. to know the God of the universe that helps me on a day-by-day basis? And that's why God God did this. We have we have general revelation in, out in the, you know, the night skies. We can look out and see the hugeness of our universe. And we can see all the aspects that you guys do in relation to creation and that general revelation that there's God, but then there's another step is that special revelation that God has given us his word that tells us very detailed things about him, about his love, about his justice, about his plan of salvation, what he has for us in the future in being with him. And this is, this is all in his word and uh, just spending time to do that. If I were going to go on a trip, uh, which I am tomorrow, I'm going to go on a trip closer to you guys there. And uh, I, we're going to South Carolina to visit uh, some friends and uh, family and do some things there. And, well, you, you do a little bit of research. Where are the that's Where are you going to go? The, these kinds of things. Well, I'm going to spend eternity with Christ in a heavenly uh, kingdom. Uh, in, and I want to know a little bit about it. And I can find that. And I can, I can learn about it. So um, that's one aspect. Another is is you know the the word tells us that it's profitable for daily living and uh to help us and uh so it's it's living and uh, can even open our our hearts to our own blindness and and help see ourselves as to yeah, who we really are as you said i'm like yes so if you're saved or not saved you can learn about where you're going to go with god and if you're not saved you can also learn about where you where you're going yeah. to go without God. So uh, it it really is good because it it really is the it holds the keys to the purpose of life. I mean, how I, I've spent you've spent 27 years doing you know Bible study. I've spent the last you know 25 26 years studying creation evolution, and I'm telling you when you 
when you get right down to it and what is the purpose of life, if you believe in an evolutionary or any other worldview other than a biblical worldview, you end up fledgling in your purpose for life. You have to make something up and then you look back years later and are like, was that really even worth it? And when, you, when you're a Christian, you get to look at your life and say, it doesn't matter what job I do. It doesn't matter what my, my career path is. I'm going to do everything for the glory of God. I've got a reason. I'm laying up treasures in heaven. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking through all the, all the Bible yeah. that I've got. So I grew well, up, Pastor Jim. Oh, go ahead. I, 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 even there, we, we have the well-known verse from Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Everything we're doing has a purpose, you know, in God's, you know, economy and God's kingdom and wherever we're at, whatever we're doing. And so, um, you know, Luther made that it uh, very well known in, in the Reformation about whatever our vocation is, yes. whatever, you know, whether you're a barber or whatever you might be, you're doing it to the glory of God if you're, you're one of God's children. So, well, and when I think about the ministry that I do, I think, okay, we do a lot of online ministry like you guys. And I know that has a, uh, has some deep impact in people's lives. And we're thankful for that. When I'm at on location talking to, to people, I think that has a slightly bigger impact. You've been a pastor. That's going to mean you get to live with people. And what Blue Letter Bible is doing is it's putting the resources into the hands of individuals who can be right there one-on-one -on -one doing Bible study, either individually or with groups. So I'm kind of curious, what all kind of resources do you guys offer at blueletterbible.com? And then, and then how, how are you guys, what was your vision for people using them? And then let's, let's dig into learning how to, how, how to use these tools. Well, it, the, the idea basically originally when we think back in 1996 or so was if you access this, you were sitting at a computer. So it was more or less sitting down and using the Bible to study it and and read through it and, and go through that level. If you're a teacher, you're going to teach it. But as I said, as we come into this mobile you know environment, you're using that thing. I mean, people are using it in church as you know the pastors teaching from the pulpit, and uh, you know people are doing the good Berean thing and making sure what the pastor's saying is actually true. And uh, I know because I've been in, in audiences where, you know, we have one of the features on, on the Greek and Hebrew is that you can ha have the word pronounced for you. <laughs> and uh, I've literally sat in the audience and all of a sudden I've heard, because I know the voice very well from Pastor Justin Alfred, who did our Greek and Hebrew pronunciation. And all of a sudden you'll hear, you know, agapao, you know, over to the <laughs> side and someone's listening to make sure that what's being taught is true. And so people, I mean, it's like the Christian worker's tool in your hand because you're holding it in your hand right now, Eric. And, and yep. you're having a conversation with someone at the door about, uh, you know, who Jesus Christ is and uh, is the one they're talking about, the same one you're talking about. And you have access right there to uh, easily find things, quickly find things. And, and there, are, there are resources there to even deal with some, what we would say, the cults and the uh, in some of their claims and, and how to refute them. And so we have this resource now that uh, is all that power is literally at your fingertips to be able to to converse with people or, you know, you're making a hospital visitation and you need to comfort somebody or or in those kinds of things, it's, it's right there for you. Well, let's start walking through actual Bible study because a lot of people are like, well, I, I read it. I mean, is that 
I, I read my verse a day that, you know, is supposed to keep the devil away, right? Like, yeah. okay, so walk us through, you know, from beginner to intermediate to, you know, somebody who's like, I get it. I really want to deep dive into this. Walk us through. I, you can screen share, right? You got, you, you yes. Can, okay. Walk us through some of these, some of these tools and, and how a beginner could get started at least. And then kind of the next level deep and kind of the, uh, how deep can you go? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, uh, the way we designed this and, uh, wanted to glorify God was the center of the experience is the Bible. It's not, uh, and so everything we do tries to go from the aspects of uh, where we are in the Bible. And I'm just going to pull up a, uh, a verse. And uh, do you have a, prep, a translation of choice, Eric? Let me. Uh, well, I, not necessarily. I grew up with King James, so that's what I've used all my life. And and so I love I love the good old good old King James. But you. That's good. We'll we'll put that one up there because right. you, you can one is you can choose from all these different translations that uh, uh, are available, and you can also go to the Hebrew, the Greek, the original languages, as well as some of uh, Spanish and some other things that are going to be added in the near future. If you have a, another language that you want to speak about, but let's just look at this verse, and I think it's it's a, an appropriate verse, but. Ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost right. part of the earth. And, uh, you know, the, the, what I tell people, the, what, there's what we call an inductive Bible study method. Um, that is a long word and kind of seems, you know, a little daunting, but basically... We're just reading the text. We're an observation of the text. We do investigation of the text. And then we correlate it with other aspects, correlation, and then we apply it to our lives. And so observation, investigation, correlation, and application is pretty standard. Uh, and you can do that at any level. You're a brand new believer. You can do that. Uh, you And observation is just reading. What does the text text say and so um you shall receive power so i generally say ask some questions you know ask who what when where why how look at a text what's it who's who's being talked about and it's ye shall receive power and ye shall be witnesses and the holy spirit shall come upon you and you're going to go out into the uttermost part of there who are who are these people and if in context we're going to go, we can find out by reading before that Jesus is talking to the apostles and he's telling them, You're, this is going to happen to you. And and uh, just ask, answering that question starts to bring some of the flavor. Who, who are, who's another who there? Another who is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and the Holy Spirit is going to be the empowerment that is doing this. And so um, what's going to happen? Well, they're going to become witnesses. So they're going to go, where are they going to go? They're going to go to Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria. It's basically saying centric circles from where they were in Jerusalem. Jerusalem's in Judea, and the Samaria's outside that, that realm of, of Judaism, and then to the uttermost part of the world as Christianity gets spread around the world. And, um, you know, are you going to do this? You're going to do this to be witnesses. You're going to do it to... 
you know, uh, go and preach the gospel and and witness to the people what you have seen. And so these just a basic kind of investigation of, of what the text was actually saying by just asking who, what, when, where, why, and how is uh, is pretty easy. You don't have to you don't have to be a biblical scholar to just ask those questions and, and see what the text says. Then, so yeah, I just to make sure I got observation, investigation, correlation, correlation application. Was that what? Was that's that correct. The four steps. Okay, that's good. So observation, investigation, correlation. What? How are you trying well, to correlate here? So. If we wanted to correlate, it would be where else would the the Bible talk about the subjects that are in this in this uh, text? And so, what we provide there is a tool of called cross references, and you can click on that cross references, and <laughs> you can see it's tied here. Ye shall receive power, and you can go see all the verses that are tied to ye that phrase. Ye shall receive, and then from power on. There are verses, and it's kind of broken up into the different sections. So this is referring back, if you will, ye shall is referring back to the day of Pentecost. Well, for them, it's looking forward, but for us, it's looking backward. But for them, it's looking for the day of Pentecost, and when the Holy Spirit will come upon them. And so you can see the correlations there to Acts chapter 2, or with Stephen being full of grace. Grace did wonders and miracles. And so you can see these cross-references in Scripture and read them right there in the context. You're not flipping around in pages back and forth. And in your Bible, you've got that in center column references, and you're flipping around. Well, here it's just a click away to to find the different materials that are applicable to that. Back to even investigation, not only you, you have commentaries that you can go and read that relate specifically to that verse. So we're where you want to go into sermon notes or introductions uh, to the text. And these are basically uh, various uh, resources to help from a textual concept of, of what's there in huh. text. And so we have commentaries with crop references. We were reading the KJV, but let's say you wanted to look at some of the other translations. Click on the Bibles button and you can look at them all side by side and you can you know if you have your favorites you can drag them to the to where you want so you can read the different ones so you can see the flavor i um you know a lot of of people know that this was written in hebrew and greek and aramaic you know for parts of daniel and so on and um but a lot of people don't know hebrew and greek and uh what what does what does that do for you and um what well one one thing is uh, I was always told by uh, what one of our uh, favorite uh, Greek scholars Don Stewart who we use on the site for his FAQs his frequently asked questions he would always say that if you don't know Hebrew or Greek just read three to five of the English translations and you're gonna understand uh, generally what was said there uh, by that because you have many people coming along to translate this text. And uh, if you get different ones, but let's say you are interested in Hebrew and Greek. And so you can click on the interlinear and I'll kind of go over to the view here, but ye shall receive power. And well, what's that word power? And I can investigate a little bit. I'm going to click on it and I'm going to go into a lexicon that tells me 
information about what that word means is outlined of biblical usage. And each one of these just gets a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper into what that word would mean. And it's, the word is dunamis. And so, um, you, if you don't know that, you can you just click on them. G fourteen eleven, dunamis, and uh, dunamis. <laughs> uh, understand what it is. So this is this is the concept of observation of of going just a little bit deeper. And and you you know for those that want to go deep deep, you can and go into the original language. You don't need to know Hebrew and Greek just to click on these buttons to understand what the detail is and so um but if you want to you can and and there's some real uh there's some real good stuff and nuggets there if if you do decide to do that i do think that every person who's ever heard a pastor speak that 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 applies the proper understanding of what the greek and the hebrew is saying uh, and can say, hey, did you know? And then look, and the nuggets, the, the way that word is a great word. You find these nuggets, you're like, oh, did you know that's the same word used over here? And that, oh my goodness, this is what's being said. When you find those nuggets and start making those connections, it's powerful. And it's a, to me, that's it's always been one of my favorite things about the Bible is how the whole thing really does tie together. It's it's amazing. Does, let, can I share one of my most favorite ones? Yeah, oh man. that. I, I love you. learning I, nuggets. So yes, I, I hope this blesses people uh, as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna just switch this this verse. Oh, uh, Romans twelve one and well, one and two. I beseech you, therefore, brother, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Right. Now, initial reading of that, a lot of people get really hung up with verse one because uh, this is your reasonable service. You need to go do this. You need to present yourself and so on. And there, there's a truth in that. But verse two, when you get, for those who want to do that deeper dive, that one step deeper dive or two steps deeper dive, and you go into the, the original language, what you find out is that present yourself as a command. It's, 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 um, we'll go right here. It's an imperative. It's telling you to do something. You need to be transformed. Okay. And you're thinking, I got to pull myself up by my bootstraps and get things right and, and get, get the act going and whatever. But the nice thing about this is this little word up here that's called the voice and it's passive. What that means is that transformation is not you doing the transformation. That transformation is God doing the transformation to me. Passive, and if you don't know what passive means, you click on it, and down here it tells me. The subject as being the recipient of the action. The transformation is God changing me. Okay? It's not me pulling myself up from my bootstraps. And so what what does it mean? Then? How, how can I have a command to have something done to me. Well, it means I need to yield to God. It means I need to submit to God and surrender to God these things. And so if you're if you're bogged down and thinking, I've got to do all these things, no, it's God who needs to do all these things. And it's by that simple little word that says passive there that I understand that in Greek tells me God's the one that's actually doing 
the transformation of my life. And uh, I just need to submit to him. And so what? the kinds of nuggets you can find out when you're even in a little deep dive of, of things. And uh, I didn't even mention how to pronounce any of those Greek words or do any of that because you didn't need to know that. You know, just you click on some buttons and uh, you find out uh, information. So uh, th those are the kinds of things we're, we're hoping people will, will be able to take that next step and the next step. And because for all of us, it's that there's another step to take. Yeah, okay, that, that's my next question. I'm thinking like it's, many people would never have thought of that or known that, and it's not typically preached on because it's a it's a little bitty nugget, as you said, and and these are these are all over. It's the no no wonder right. no wonder scripture says search it out like you're looking for treasure, like you're looking for gold. It's these nuggets are literally in here all over the place about the reality of how to live. Wow. And, and, and the tools are there to, to now do that study, you know, the very, uh, so makes it, uh, makes it easy and makes it, you know, if you had to do this with books, you would have, you can oh. see behind me, a uh, bookcase full of books. You'd have books all over trying to do this. Now these things are, are click away to be able to help, uh, do it. And you go as deep as you're comfortable doing. You know, you, I, I usually tell people they try to take on too much and then they become disillusioned. Study a paragraph at a time. Don't sit down and try to study an entire chapter or something and, and, and whatever, just whatever is comfortable that you're walking away and something God has showed you through his word because he promises to guide us, to teach us the way we should go. And that's the Holy Spirit revealing his word to us. And, uh, here. Um, you know, the, he, you shall receive power. We looked at it. You shall receive power. And, uh, that promises for us as well. Sometimes I wonder with all these self-help books out there, if people simply truly studied the word of God, couldn't it pretty much replace a majority of the self-help books out there? Well, I guess a majority of them are leading in the wrong direction anyway. It's the pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And you learn this one little, little nugget from the Word of God, and already you're going, oh, my job is to surrender. My job is to lay my life down. My job is to say, God, I am yours. Work in me. Work through. Do what you please. Wow. Do what you please. God wants to be glorified through his works, right? He's, and uh, mm -hmm. what he does, what he does in our life. He's, he's you know, we're, we're getting to stand before him because of what he did on the cross, not what we did or do. And so uh, God is glorified in, in us recognizing what he has done for us and the grace of God, you know, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you don't know where that is, how do you find that? You would say, grow, come up here and put it in, grow in grace in the grace. And we're going to find, there it is in 2 Peter 3, 18, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And That's so, the other thing I love about Blue Letter Bible. How many times am I like, am I like, oh, I remember there's this phrase in the Bible, and I go there and I look up that phrase to be, oh, that's where it is. That's the one I was thinking of. That's that's that verse that I wanted. So, uh, and then with unbelievers, I use that as well because it's like it's that that phrase that you think is in the Bible. That's not in there. It, you know, that exist. <laughs> well, I've got to let social media go: Facebook, YouTube, podcast listeners, and uh, television uh, uh, viewers. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. If you're watching by way of television, would you write your local television station? 
Christian television station and tell them thank you for airing the Creation Today show. We'd appreciate you giving them a little shout out to let them know you appreciate the work that they are doing and send a check with it. Uh, They really appreciate that as well. Hey, uh, Pastor Jim, for those that are watching, you know, like this is a great tool. I want to start using it. Not only do I want to start using it, uh, I want to start helping other people be able to use it. I want to donate to Blue Letter Bible. I know you got the a donation button right there on the top, but like, is that just go to blueletterbible.com and they're good to go? Hit that donate button? Just do that. That's right. Right there, that donate button can help uh, get this uh, out to the world. So, wow. You are, you are purchasing digital Bibles. I can't imagine how much time, energy, effort, and finances has been spent on all the programming and all the resources and all the, I mean, Every link you have there is another little bitty nuance that has to take place. Like, wow, this is this is incredible. And and we consider ourselves digital scribes, so we test ourselves and test it and test it. We don't put stuff out unless uh, you know we have spent that time as the old scribes would do, making sure it's correct. Wow, counting backwards and forwards the letters and the. We do. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I remember being there at the Letter Bible and, and hearing some of those stories of the way you get, oh my goodness, truly amazing. Okay, social media. Sorry, I got to let you go. You, you're going to want to join me next week, though, if you don't come to creationtoday.org uh, and just kind of get the rest of this conversation with Pastor Jim. Uh, you're, you're, you should do that. But if you don't, join me next week at noon. I want to have a conversation about some of the ancient literature, specifically, I say ancient, some of the old literature, the Chronicles of Narnia, and and really the meaning in the cosmos. We we uh, uh, talked to Dr. Uh, Luis Marcos a couple weeks ago and talked about some of the the writings of of Lewis and others. And uh, I want to take a little deeper dive in there and 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 recognize what this literature is truly trying to communicate. So you're going to love Daniel Ray. He's an apologist uh, with uh, Watchman Fellowship. Our friends over there with uh, James Walker at Watchman Fellowship and. You're going to love his insights into this. So if you like literature, matter of fact, if you don't like literature, because I'm not a guy who read all the, the, the old classics, and I'm finding the, the stuff I'm talking with Daniel already about fascinating. So join me next Wednesday at noon. And thank you guys for hanging out with us this week for Blue Letter Bible. Check out blueletterbible.com and download the app on your phone and send a donation their way to let them know you're thankful for the, all these amazing resources.